Gracious Heavenly Father, we thank you for leading us the first Tuesday of 2022. Though we are dumb, dirty, and defenseless sheep, we are so blessed because of you, Lord, are my shepherd. Truly, we need your shepherding love more than ever. Thank you again for feeding us so that we can not just follow you, but follow you with joy and strength. In the most satisfying name of Jesus Christ, our Good Shepherd, we pray. Amen. Yesterday, we reflected on Psalm 23, verse 1. The Lord, or Yahweh, is my shepherd. There we learned about God's posture toward us and ourselves. God is our shepherd, and He is graciously committed to us. We are dumb sheep, but we are blessed more than any animals because of the Lord's love and care. Today we will reflect on verse 2 and 3, which talks about God's provision, God's provision for us. So I will read of verse 1 to 3 one more time. The Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. He makes me lie down in green pastures. He leads me beside quiet waters. He restores my soul. He guides me in the path of righteousness for the sake of His name. Food and restoration are inseparable. Without food, we cannot function normally, let alone following God. Have you seen hungry people? You know, my daughters are very sweet, except when they are hungry. Thus, the first thing a shepherd does is a feeding sheep. According to Kenneth Bailey, a seminal biblical scholar, you know, whose book, uh, Jesus Through uh, Middle Eastern Eyes, is, a, is an eye-opening book for me and many pastors. He lived and taught in the Middle East for 40 years. And according to Kenneth Bailey, feeding sheep is a time-consuming job that requires a great deal of uh, topographical knowledge. A typical Palestinian shepherd plans his day around the availability of water, water in the middle of the day. In the winter, lower and warmer pastures will be grazed, while the higher and cooler slopes are reserved for the heat of the summer. By the way, when David mentioned green pastures, he meant a choice food because green pastures are available for no more than three months a year and for the rest of a nine to ten months, all pastures are brown. So green, circulant pastures are rare delight to sheep. Now the shepherds not only provide a choice food, but carefully prepares a calm environment calm environment for eating because sheep are super sensitive and hyper reactive to their uh, surroundings. For instance, the barking of a one stray dog can cause the entire flock to jump up and even run off if not stopped by an alert shepherd. Sheep also are easily irritated by small things like a biting insect. Again, David shares with us is a shepherd experience that sheep drink only a quiet or still water. 
Sheep are afraid to drink from moving water even if it's shallow. In certain places where the water is swift, shepherds, ha shepherds have to construct a nukes or a post near the edge of the stream to make it easier for the sheep to drink. David tells us, still waters are must if sheep are to drink. Now, in light of a sheep's fragile, fragility and the fickleness, a shepherd does two things, and they are related. These two things I want us to remember and reflect on this morning. First, shepherds leads me. Shepherds leads me. He does not drive me. Cowboys drive cattle, but the shepherd walks slowly ahead of his sheep, either playing on a pipe or singing. The sheep appear to be attracted primarily by the voice of the shepherd, which they know and eager to follow. According to Bailey, it is a common practice for a number of shepherds to gather at midday around the spring or well where the sheep mingle and drink and rest. At any time, one of the shepherds can decide to leave, and on giving his call, all the sheep will immediately separate themselves from the mixed flocks and follow their shepherd wherever he leads them. When shepherds leads, his sheep listen to him. Let me repeat that. When shepherds lead, his sheep listen to them. And let me share one more incredible story of a bond between a shepherd and a sheep through leading and listening. During the riot in Palestine in the middle uh, 30s, 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 a village near Haifa, northern Israel, was condemned to collective punishment by British uh, government, the colonizer at the time. So British uh, uh, government, they confiscated sheep and cattle of this town. And the inhabitants of the town later were permitted to redeem, redeem their possessions at a fixed price. That's a kind of a fine. Among them was an orphan shepherd boy who had uh, about uh, six or eight sheep and goat. That's all he had in this world for life and work. And somehow he obtained the money for their redemption. So he went to the big enclosure where the animals were penned and he offered his money to a British sergeant in charge. The British NCO told him that he was welcome to requisite number of animals. But he ridiculed the idea that this little shepherd could possibly pick out his little flock from among hundreds of confiscated animals. But the little shepherd thought differently. And he took out his pie, they called it nine, and simply blew. And lo and behold, his own flock separated from the rest of the animals and trotted out after him. Jesus said in John 10, 14, I am the good shepherd. I know my sheep, and my sheep knows me. How does a sheep know his shepherd? By recognizing his voice. Yes, sheep are dumb, 
but they discern and detect the voice of their shepherd. Their survival and welfare depends on their ability to listen and recognize their shepherd's voice. Again, Jesus said in the John chapter 10, verse 4, When the shepherd brought out all his own, he goes on ahead of them, and then his sheep follows him because they know his voice. But they will never follow a stranger. In fact, they will run away from him because they do not recognize a stranger's voice. So question I for all of us this morning is this. Do you know the voice of your shepherd? Can you discern that voice in midst of so many noises and different sounds of a life around us, different opinions, different, you know, prom different you know, advertisements, and different recommendations? Can you discern the direction of God? Spiritual discerning is a learned act. We must learn to listen to God through the Bible studies such as Kishapur College, daily devotionals such as a daily breath, Sunday sermons, individual corporate prayers, and our, of course, weekly spiritual sharing at the house church. Let us sharpen and deepen our spiritual hearing of God's voice, the critical skill for our life more than ever in 2022. The second thing that shepherds does for feeding and restoring sheep is to make me lie down. Make me lie down. Here, God doesn't ask me to lie down. He makes me. And Tony Evans, our beloved uh, African-American pastor in Dallas, explains this way. As long as you are self-sufficient, as long as you think you can fix your problem on your own, you will only find yourself becoming more spiritually drained. God is going to make you lie down. He puts you in a situation you can get out of. He allows a scenario where every door you try is locked. Everything you fix breaks again. You fall flat on your face. And then he said this, to lie down means you have to get low. You have to get low and humble. You know when you have been made to lie down because you are desperate. And when you are desperate, when you are on your last leg and ready to throw in towel, you are in a great position for the shepherd. God does all this because God has purpose. What is a God's reason? David tells us in verse 3 that he restores my soul. He restores my soul. God wants to give back our souls. There is not a Christian you know that who has needed a restored soul. There, were, uh, there is not a person in our church or any church who hasn't run, a dry, run dry spiritually at times and felt it's too tough. Every believer you know has at some point been ready to throw the towel. But here, we, we, we need to notice in Psalm 23, verse 2 comes before verse 3. That is, right pathway comes only after resting. Only after resting. If you're going to let God lead you, you are going, if you're going to hear Spirit speak to your heart, then you need to be rest mode, not a rush mode. 
Let me repeat that. In order to really follow God, we need to be in the rest mode, not a rush mode. That was David's secret. David knew how to lie down and become quiet before God. He spent a lot of time meditating. He said in Psalm 63 verse 6, I meditate on you in night watches. So David volunteers in the night watches to meditate on God. And also Psalm 143 verse 5 and 6, David said, I meditate on all your works. I muse on the work of your hands. I spread out my hands to you. My soul songs for, uh, longs for you like a thirsty land. And David also prayed in Psalm 19, 14, that meditation of his heart would be acceptable in God's sight. David would find a place of a solitude without distraction. And there he would focus his mind and heart on God and knowing that God would speak back to him. Most people that seek, seek to determine God's leading usually through the uh, circumstances, but we have to remember, our circumstances never determine the leading of God. They only confirm the God's leading. David also tells us that God restores my soul for his namesake. In the Bible, a name is more than just an identifying label. It represents reputation and character. To do something for God's name, God's namesake, is to do it for his reputation and his character. In another word, for his glory, for God's glory. As we lie down and hear God's voice, our soul is restored and our steps on the path of righteousness are redirected and reinforced. In the process of following our good shepherd, we become glorified. Hallelujah. Let us lie down. Let us get low, humble to hear God, and so that he can restore our soul, so we can love him for all his glory. Amen. Let's pray together. Gracious Heavenly Father, we thank you for feeding us with your words through your Holy Spirit. Truly, your words are the best choice food that restores our souls and strengthens our heart. Your words are ever true and transforming me, a dumb ship, not just to survive, but thrive for your namesake. Help me to lie down before you every day and to hear your voice quietly and clearly so then I can glorify you in the dry, broken world. Make my life and my day manifest your righteousness and magnify your faithful love for all of us. In the most ancient and trustworthy name of Jesus, we pray. Amen.